Thank you for flying Mad Lads. X's can be found at the front and rear of the podcast. Your pilots know nothing more than you, nor should you think they do. We are just clueless as the rest of you. Please put all tray tables and seat backs in their upright positions for takeoff. This podcast does cuss, and we fucking mean it, so we do recommend 16 and above. Please fasten all seatbelts until we have turned off the seatbelt sign. During the flight, many topics may be discussed and many ideas may be shared. None of which should be taken as fact or even the person's actual belief, but merely a debatable viewpoint. Thank you for flying Mad Lads, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast, uh, where I realize I don't understand numbers. Um, so, um, numbers are hard. Um, we've got a lot of fun topics today. Yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> we got a lot of little things. Not all of them end-breaking crazy shit, but, but there's some really interesting shit. So let me just go over some of the basic topics we're going to be covering tonight, and we'll just start delving into crazy shit. So uh, the first big one uh, is uh, the Hunter Biden 4chan share. We're going to be talking about that. Um, and I, 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 there's going to be a lot of laughing on my part uh, and a lot of uh, told you so shit. So, um, and then um, we also have, um, uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Um, the prime minister or the former prime minister oh, yeah, of yeah, Japan. Yeah. The, the, the prime minister and um, the assassination, um, which uh, there's a lot to get into. To there, it's 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 pretty cut and dry, but there's just a lot to get into about motivations and various other things regarding that. Um, we're also going to probably touch just briefly. It's 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 big in a, for a couple reasons, but um, Bungie is suing a YouTuber for the largest sum ever uh, for a lawsuit against a YouTuber, uh, seven point six million, and there's a very good reason. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, Ezra Miller still at large flaunting um, his crazy town in front of the cops uh, and not being able to be found yet, from from my understanding. Uh, we've got a couple other cool things. Um, 13-year-old kid building metaverse. Our kids are the future. Um, Yo. I'd rather stay away from any more Roe v. Wade because I'm sure more shit will happen by next week and we'll probably touch on it again. Yeah, and we've already kind of bit that dead horse to a point where there's nobody left. It's just a puddle at this point. Yeah, but you can still make glue. So, I'm sure it'll be brought up again. You know how that, <laughs> you know how that shit works. Um, I'm sure in, in two months we'll talk about Will Smith slapping fucking Chris Rock again. Um, <laughs> the anniversary. The anniversary of the slap heard around the world. Um, but um, I'm sure we'll find some other stuff to talk about as well. Um, it's, it's been an interesting, um, interesting week for the news. Um, also, um, Elon Musk, uh, backed out of his Twitter buy and Twitter's like, no, you can't do that. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Twitter's being like that clingy ex-girlfriend that doesn't want to let you go. Well, I mean, if you were offered $4.2 billion, would you want to let it go either? No. True. Like, oh, Oh, we can get rich and get out of this 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 nut house. Cool. Money, it's like money, money, money. Money. 
Uh, we might touch on a few other fun things. There's um, also the topic of one billion Chinese files being leaked. All personal Ooh. details and stuff like that um, of one billion Chinese citizens um, that's been stolen by hackers. Or, well, hacker, as it's currently believed. That's interesting. That sounds like really big news, because they're usually pretty news. tight about that. Yeah, and it, it's a lot of information that was leaked as well. Everything from their names to where they live, phone numbers, and medical histories, kind of like um, the police criminal records and stuff like that. Wow. Basically everything that the government held on them. Yeah, so we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Lots of fun stuff. Um, so where do you guys want to start today? Mm. Well, first, first. How about we first. get this Hunter Biden thing out of the way, or well, we, we can we can start there. That's a good one to start with, and we can that, make that our main because uh, there's a lot <laughs> to unpack uh, with that. Um, but first, but first, click. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Hope you guys are having a good, good, good week and a good day. I I already know Ag's answer, so we'll, we'll leave that where it is. My day's well enough. Um, I've got the next two days off, so I get to catch up on some rest and, you know, gaming and just hanging out with people, so I'm looking forward to that. Hey, G, I hope you're having a, a, a good month. Yeah, a good month, yeah. In general, yeah. In general, yeah. In general, yeah. I mean, uh, before everything that happened there, um, I actually... Um, announced now that I'm working on my second studio album, um, which will be releasing something next year. Nice. So, that's dope. That's dope. Props that's to you. exciting. Um, but yeah, apart from that, well, you, you already know. So. Yeah. And then once again, for our Patreon supporters, if we get 25 of any tier in one consecutive month, uh, we've got a goal where Mad Hatter is actually going to release a cover album uh, for those that are in Patreon. Yep, it's going to release an entire yeah. cover album exclusive to Patreon. So make sure you guys are part of that. Patreon.com forward slash Mad Lads Podcast. Best five bucks you'll ever spend. Hey, hey, do we do we have like a 250 tier? like Or like a $1? Like just, just somebody wants to throw $1 a month at us? Do we have one? Yeah, we do, yeah. We do. See, see, all I just need twenty five of you to give me a dollar for. Uh, uh, um, we'll with how it, it works, um, they can't actually receive anything. So if it was released, they wouldn't be able to see it. Oh, we we can't. Because that tier is set up. Oh, we can't just put it out there. Like no, that that on was. Page? Yeah, no, that was just kind of like you literally threw us a dollar no, no, a month. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is we're we're counting the subs, right? Not yeah, not them. but if we release not... on. Yeah, if we release on Patreon, there would be no way for them to get it. They would don't have access to anything. No, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying: when you're on Patreon, right, as as us, we can edit what the welcome message says. Yes. Yes. We could put a link in there. Yes. Yes, and I can also email each subscriber individually as well. They win. So we, yeah, we that could work. Even, even if one dollar says we're the ones counting them. 
you know, not not really Patreon. Um, so so we'll just we'll figure out a way. We'll either like post it so everybody can click a link and go listen to it, or we might do a thing where like uh, we'll just send it to everybody. Yeah, we probably need to send it to everybody because welcome messages only happen when well you first subscribe and never or again. Is, is is there another like information? box no that would be a patreon post which as i've just said they don't have access to that only five dollars and above can get that so we'll make it happen we'll find something out we'll we'll, you know. we'll find a way you know yeah, what can work something you know out. What we can do you know what we could do once we get the website up we could put a we could put a Link not only in the welcome, right? But we could promote that. And then that's where they can actually find it and get access to it at all times. Once they're a pra- Patreon sub. So. Or we could just burn this and have AG personally deliver it in person. Deliver it. AG will everyone. personally deliver it to your house. <laughs> We've got money, man. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll get it done. If you'd like, you will also do a shot with you. Even if you don't like, he'll also do a shot with you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like Santa Claus where you leave out, like, cookies and milk, but it's just like a shot glass and vodka. Yeah, rather than cookies and milk, you'll leave out um, some apple chips and vodka. Yeah, so you might either get mad or you might get... Oh, Meiji. True. Alright, let's delve into the deep shit. Hunter Biden. Hunter fucking Biden. Okay, well, let's let's start about the facts that we know, okay, and that are undisputed. First off, uh, it came on to 4chan. Uh, do we have an actual date for when the original post was? Um, looking at this from uh, an article, let's see if they actually have a date. A date for the original post. I don't see it on this first one. Or I want to say it's 7-9-22. I okay. think it's um, the 9th of July. So, just shit three days ago. Three days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it came out on 4chan, researchers on 4chan, if that's what you call them. Um, <laughs> began examining an offline backup of Hunter Biden's phone. They found the password and are going through all the files. Mm-hmm. About 450 gigs worth. Yep, exactly. Um, and um, co- uh, there's a lot of interesting things, some of which have already been seen before on the laptop of him coked up, doing crack, smoking pipes, doing uh, like meth pipes and crack pipes and shit. Um, so, July eighth, as when July eighth. Okay, so four days. Um, the big thing is uh, that people are latching onto is one his dad's name or his pseudonym, his alias, is in his son's phone as Peter Pedo or Pedo Peter. Um, not to mention, there's videos of Hunter Biden fucking a hooker. You can search that exact thing, and it comes up, um, all kinds of stuff. 
it's it's the 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 4chan dump is currently ongoing now this brings us back to the whole laptop thing that was found given to the news was deemed by um political assessors as being fraudulent full of shit not real uh a hoax yada 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 trying to sway the presidential vote six seven months eight months after uh biden's been president it comes to light that the the laptop was a hundred percent authentic and real and all the the stuff on the 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 hard drives was real and that there are links to shady deals with biden senior and ukraine and putting his son in certain places of power he did not belong um there's all kinds of stuff there's stuff about uh pedophile child trafficking um there's all kinds of insinuations going on um and a lot of it what's what's weird is all of this evidence has been in the hands of federal agents for at least a year now Mm. and they've uh, neglected to go ahead and put it out of course I mean, makes you wonder. And, and, and this is exactly why uh, I'm in favor of getting our federal government out of state, getting them out of everything. They, they, they shouldn't be in anything. We States shouldn't be asking for their money um, unless a crisis happens. Um, and at the same time, the federal government shouldn't ask a dime from the states except to help fund them because that's their only means of getting mo- money. Technically, we shouldn't have federal taxes. We should have state taxes, but not federal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important. All, oh, oh, I was just oh, going to add to that real quick. Yeah, go for it. For those that want to say taxes fund schools and all this other stuff, we had schools and roads and shit before taxes. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to note that it's important that he was saved on uh, Hunter Biden's phone as Pedro Peter because it's come out in the past that um, President Biden used a pseudonym in his email correspondence, email correspondence as uh, Peter Henderson. Yes. So there, there is, you know, some more correlation with that as well. Well, and I believe I, I could to be also wrong. like kind of add more details as well to the actual, um, you know. And the entire leak itself. So it was originally posted to 4chan on the poll image board, which is a politically incorrect board of 4chan. Um, about a, 450 gigabytes worth of data, and including videos, voicemails, voice recordings, and passwords. Yeah, and as well as internet search history and stuff like that. That's how we knew that by, uh, Hunter was looking for videos of himself fucking a hooker online. Yeah, because it was all from his iPhone and iPad, um, and it's basically been verified as correct um, by multiple sources, including people who had started investigating it on 4chan themselves. And the data is no longer on 4chan, um, I did check, but it is available through um, torrent sites. So, just well, a little and, bit more about that. And, and you know as well as I do, Something's available online for five minutes. It's going to have a million downloads. Yeah, yeah and especially like if it's 4chan. 
especially if it's four chance, and it's there, you know, quite technically skilled. So the second something gets up there, people immediately archive it and stuff. So yeah, it's it's insane, and 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 I'm trying really hard not to grab America by the face and scream "I told you so!" right in its face, you know. And it's not just Hunter. Hunter's the product of somebody. What creates that? Probably the same guy who got laughed off the 1984 presidential electoral race for uh, for not only lying and being caught nationally doing so, um, but also plagiarizing world leaders and not giving them any credit and claiming he wrote those fucking speeches himself. When he's word for word plagiarizing. Look it up. Anybody uh, who's a listener um, or viewer, check it out. You can Google that shit. Uh, you can YouTube Google that stuff. Um, uh, uh, presidential, 1984 presidential election, Biden caught lying. And they even show some of the footage from the the national news. National news outlets like Tom Brokaw were saying he's either an idiot or he is so bad at lying he's never done it before. He said he was valid Victorian at Princeton. He finished second to last in his class. He said he was a professor somewhere. He was never a professor anywhere. It was crazy. Um, it's kind of like the whole fact that he was friends with the Grand Dragon of the KKK, spoke at his funeral. The guy donated to fucking Biden's campaign runs every time. And yet Biden was slinging the fact that Trump was a racist. B bitch. Talk about racism. Yeah, just uh, calling the kettle black. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, Biden has made really random ass comments that are just outlandishly racist. Things like when he was vice president, he said something to the, the effect of uh, Barack Obama is one of the cleanest, intelligent, most well-spoken African-Americans in America. Bitch! Are you fucking for real? I mean, he's a gifted speaker. But why'd you add African-American to the end of that? Why not just yeah. say, he's one of the most eloquent mans I've ever met. Or I think even while he was running for this most recent presidency, it's something to the effect of, you know, if you don't vote for me, you're not African-American. He said that. Uh, he also <laughs> said at one time, um, when his kids were going to go to a mixed school, now we're talking about the 90s, kids. The 80s and 90s, okay? His kids were going to go to a mixed school because, you know, segregation's been going on for 45 years at that point. And this motherfucker tried to change laws so his kids didn't have to go to, quote, a jungle. There's just like, oh my God. Look up some of the weird racist Biden quotes. It's weird. And, and, and just take racism out of it. Just look at weird Biden quotes. Honestly, that man, I, I don't, I don't, I understand that, that, that the president's a figurehead with like almost zero power, but that man has no right to, to represent us. 
people talked about Trump, but at least Trump had stuff with his name on it. Biden's been a politician for fucking 60 years. What's he achieved? I was actually concerned that he might be found like mentally incompetent. Yeah, my, just my big scare, and my like, big scare uh, is know? that Kamala's going to take over. She's scary. She's, have you looked up her history? She's scary. Mm, I try to stay away from politics, so no, I actually haven't, but something will come up with, that'll make me aware. I got into it a lot during the election because it's hard for me to sit back and see random ass ignorant statements on places like Facebook and Twitter and just let it pass me by from people I know. And it's like, I thought you were better than this. Do a little research before you like post to half a million people how ignorant you sound. I love you. Stop. Um, I'm trying to think of like, but but either way, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, just do do a little research. I don't really want to badmouth her, even though she deserves the shit out of it uh, for what she's done to her own communities and and to African-American people in general and every place she's ever been the district attorney for. It's terrible, the stuff that she's done just to get ahead. Matter of fact, her and Biden hated each other literally eight months before she was asked to be vice president all of a sudden they're they're buddy buddy bedfellows mm-hmm. anybody who's willing to break their moral code just to just to get a seat on the bench doesn't deserve to be on a bench not in that line of work so, i agree with you I agree. you know that's that's just me. I I think, but you know, I talked about this, and I talked about this at work a little bit with some some of my close friends, where we can actually discuss off clock. You know, we'll be we'll be getting ready to go home or something. We'll just chit chat. Because uh, some of us are really like minded, even though we don't have the same views. We like to discuss. We like to debate, and it's just. I think the world's. The world as a whole has reached a boiling point, and I, I hate to say it, but I don't think it's, I, I think it's artificial, but I don't think it's artificial in the way people think. I don't think it's Illuminati or New World Order or rich billionaire corporation trying to destroy the human race and keep us all slave and cattle. I don't think that's what's going on, okay? I think this goes back to something we have all talked about before. I think what's going on is the close to the limit we've talked about. The lens. This is going to be make or break. You guys ever watch Star Trek? Of course. Okay. Quick, what? No, AG. How do you shake your head? <laughs> Look at Matt's face right now. He's got so much to show, AG developer. Uh, you guys should really be watching us on Spotify. You get so much more out of the podcast, I swear. So, I will try. <laughs> There's so much. AG, I will try to make this as simple as possible. Okay, Star I'd Trek, say, yeah. Well, because there's a lot. There's so much. Okay, I'm not yeah, going to get into the personal I know you're going to try your hardest in between imagining ripping all my limbs off slowly a and painfully. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, the world of Star Trek, the universe of Star Trek is built out of basically what's going on right now 
humanity on earth reached a limit and we were either going to destroy ourselves and we almost did twice or we were going to reach out and we just happened to succeed in star trek and learn from our mistakes right and and create this utopia it's not perfect but it's a true a true socialism and communism society where most 99.999% of people agree to do what's right. And there are enough people doing that that few who decide not to don't go very far. Okay. That's a real vague generalization. But health and sickness is, is a worry of the past. Food can be synthesized to almost exact replicas in consistency and taste. Um, there's all kinds of things, okay, that have fixed a lot of the problems we have. But there's still bias, there's still racism, not, there's true racism, because we are the human race. That's the thing. There's, there's true racism for creatures of other races. So there's no internal human racism yeah just like ferengi are seen a certain way there's, no, like black, other different there's races. no black person there's no white person now they do keep holding their heart where they were born i'm from iowa i'm from japan i'm from hawaii i'm from they keep their 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 heritage right but never once when they des describe somebody buddy in the star trek show and i've noticed this they're very careful they never describe the color of the human. If they ever get close, it's human with dark skin. They've been doing that since day one. And and it's it's something that's never actually pointed out either. It's just something subtly that is known. They don't have animosity for other humans based on where they're from or what they look like they don't they have bigger fish to fry like the rest of the fucking universe anyway so why was i describing fucking oh you're just getting some background information on a uh, star but trek. i was gonna go somewhere with the whole star trek analogy god damn it ag <laughs> what were we talking about before? President something something. Uh yeah, uh Biden and then Camilla Harris and um What was right after that? Damn it, AG! <laughs> there was something along those lines, uh, from what I remember. Oh! Got it. So the lore about why Star Trek became Star Trek. Okay, why the universe, the human universe, did what it did. It wasn't just first contact. It wasn't just realizing that we weren't alone. It was that we were ready for first contact. 
not only did we acquire warp technology, which is one of the key foundations in the Star Trek universe for acknowledging and accepting new beings into the galactic order, but we had also, what makes humans different than a lot of other races, Klingon, Vulcan, and others, is that through our tragedies and our almost utter destruction in our own hands, we we didn't lose what got us to that point. The individualism, the idealism, and the ingenuity. We didn't lose any of that. Uh, if you look at Vulcans, they gave up emotion to become where they are. Uh, Klingons gave up empathy to become where they are. Right? Every, every civilization who hit that lens, because mm -hmm. in, in Star Trek, all of them almost destroyed themselves. That is almost a common theme if you, if you look real close. They've all given something up to get through the lens. Humanity did not. That's what I've noticed is the only difference in Star Trek, and that's what makes humans special, is that we never gave anything up. We retained all of the skills that everybody else has, plus the one they all gave up. That's why we can fit any situation. That's why we can fight as good as Klingons, but we can rationale as good as... as uh, Vulcan, hmm, and we yeah. can love as well as Betazoids, and so on and so forth, right? Um, but the point is, I think we're there now. I think that, that that lens we've talked about, why we don't see other civilizations out there, we're at that lens. I think the lens isn't nuclear. I don't think the lens is actually any particular science. I think the lens is societal like our mentality as a whole yeah we either we either destroy ourselves or we make it through you either you either make it through being a teenager or you don't right you either yeah. make it through a war and become a badass soldier or you don't come home right that's and i think that's the same thing going on here i think we're just breaking it down I think we've come to a point, yeah, sure, everybody in America can look and see that we're 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 falling apart as a as a country internally. What are we gonna do about it? But the problem isn't just us, guys. Look, AG's right here. AG is everything peachy keen over there in Scotland? Mm, no. No, I mean I'm looking at a trending tab right now and definitely not. Okay. And, and I'm actually to that note though, uh Matt, uh to kind of take it along those lines, I'm not sure if we discussed it on the podcast or not, but um, AG had pointed out that, like, what, 155 uh, cabinet members have stepped down, yeah. like, in the point between last podcast and this well, podcast. And, and he's got a little more access to neighboring countries where America's kind of isolated on our news. We just have neighboring states. So how's England look? Eng you probably have England news in there, too. Are they looking peachy keen? Nope. <laughs> No. How about Ireland? Is Ireland looking peachy keen? Um, they've actually kept their nose clean for a little while, yeah. But, but I bet if we talk to an Irishman, I'm sure they've got conflict going on. They've got something weird fucked up going. Everybody does right now, and that's, that's my point. I don't think... 
People think the world's going to end. I think your world's going to end. I think the way the way the world works is going to end. But it it happens all the time. Between the 50s and 60, 60s, the world ended for the people who thought the world worked a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I, everyone that used to make horseshoes, you know, where are they now? Where are they now? 1920s, there's another one. Anytime there's a major war conflict, lots of people die, world changes. Right? We haven't had a real big war in a long time. And and not that Russia, Ukraine isn't a big thing, but it's not globally. It's not. I'd be like, not be like Texas invading Louisiana. Yeah, that'd be wild. Right? So <clears throat> I it just I, I think We're not dying fast enough. I've said that before, and I really mean it. I think we're reproducing too fast and not dying quick enough. Um, well, it's funny you say that, because obviously Elon Musk was recently going off on Twitter saying we're not reproducing enough. Well, they're all nuts. He thinks, though, he thinks, though, that we're going to start populating Mars. So I think he's pre... pre he's trying to preempt that, okay? Because... That's the only way we're going to survive without stopping anything. Without stopping life-preserving and life-extending medicines and technologies. And without stopping people from having babies. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. We're going to have to go somewhere. Moon, Mars. I mean, Elon, great. Mars sounds great. Let's, Let's focus on something a little closer. We can make... Enclosed domes now pumping with oxygen. The problem is we can't just make oxygen yet. We're real fucking close. We need catalysts to do it. Yeah, it's like we can work with the environment that is already there, but we can't just create and like terraform it in the extent that we would want to. Now, now, here's the trick though. If they could somehow get live seed clones and stuff, right? By the way, I would recommend hemp as it helps circulate oxygen at almost the same rate as trees at almost a quarter of the acreage. And it is way more hardy and grows in almost any real environment that has any kind of nutritional value. So all you do is you make, with SpaceX, you make trips up to the moon, you drop off, I don't know, 900 tons topsoil and manure and all the stuff you need to grow things not food that produce oxygen yeah and uh, hemp also has like one of the longest tap roots uh for plants um so basically back during like world war one and world war two they actually mandated that people had to grow hemp because it was one of those staples that was absolutely needed for like ropes uh, canvas, things like that. It was seen as like a war necessary ingredient. So, yep. um, when they it's actually mandated a few wars, civil war too, actually. Mm-hmm. But what they've also found is those places where they've stopped growing hemp since they don't have other plants that have as much uh, or as long as a tap root, which is actually the main root that goes down into the soil. They've noticed that a lot of these states have actually lost the dirt due to like erosion and just natural wind events, like. Literally, you know, like the height of states are just like blowing away and, and getting lost. Trees and, and 
hemp and other hemp-like plants. There are a few others that do it, but the problem is that that hemp is a natural North American staple. It's been here longer than the Indian. And so the the fertile land is thanks to. That's why places like Indiana, Ohio, Illinois have some of the most fertile grassland. You look at the Civil War and World War One. Who were the three top producing states for hemp? So there's definitely a correlation. It's not just like theory. Yep, I've done some of that research uh, because I did um when I was in college, I did a paper on um why uh, hemp was illegalized and why we should legalize not marijuana hemp mm-hmm. for production, paper making, clothing making. Um, house building, all our products that we use wood for, we could be using industrial hemp. There is absolutely no smokable product in industrial hemp. It's a lot like corn that is grown for cattle feed and horse feed. Humans can't eat it. They don't have enough stomachs to digest the fibrous material that it is produced, right? It's too low grade. But it's for horses and cattle who have five, four and five stomachs, right? So that's what industrial hemp is. And and there's a huge, there's like what, eight or nine, you probably know, there's like eight or nine different types of hemp that are used for different things. Uh, clothing is a certain type. Uh, building material, industrial hemp is a certain type, right? Well, I, I know that they're able to at least get all of that stuff from their fibrous material. Um, I don't have the knowledge to whether there are specific strains of hemp that are more beneficial for others, but I'm sure just like how there's a certain apple tree that we eat and there's other beneficial like bananas that are produced more than others, I'm, I'm sure that uh, they're, you know hemp wouldn't be exempt from this situation. I have to pull those numbers to find them because I always like yeah. knowledge. Well, yeah, we, um, can, we can look at that. But um, this 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 goes back to what we talked about last week. If you want to live in the world you want to live in, you have to make it. You have to get the people around you. It doesn't matter if you live in the U.S., you live in Scotland, you live anywhere, unless you're living in like war torn countries and um, China, um, <laughs> or Russia. They're killing you right now. Um, yeah, fucked up. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you can always better your surroundings and your, your world. That's why if your world's smaller, it's easier to redecorate it. True. Uh, like for instance, I, I, I rarely vote in presidential elections, but I do vote in almost every local, county, and state election that I can. Because I care about what happens in my area. I care about the people who make the laws in my city. You know. Um, and that's how you more or less directly affect your neighborhood and, like, you know, making sure that your house is upkept first, more so than worrying about your neighbor in another state's house, you know? Well, and that's why we, 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 we love this podcast and want to keep this going, get this bigger. We want people to have open dialogue because it's not always about having the right idea it's about being able to tell others about that right idea and have them listen 
Yeah, or at least make them think about something differently. Even if we give people another perspective, that's priceless. Yeah, they they don't they don't have to agree with our right idea. They just have to listen. That's all. That's all. sometimes it's a seed, and sometimes you don't even know where that'll grow. Maybe that little seed doesn't grow into the tree you want, but it grows into a tree that affects yours and makes you rethink your right idea to make it righter. Yeah, even one of our Patreon supporters was like, man, that uh, conversation you guys had last week on cannabis uh, taught me something. And I know, uh, Mad, you even some learned some other stuff as well, too, mm-hmm, yeah, during the podcast. I learned some stuff during the podcast. I learned stuff almost every podcast, which is great. I Same. love it. I love it. Um, but I think, I think we just all need to be active um, and aware. And by active, I mean we need to talk to not only our friends and family, but to people that don't always agree with us. And and we should all practice and get better at not bashing somebody for their beliefs that don't agree with ours, but trying to understand why they believe that way so you can have a conversation, so that you can understand their perspective. Who knows? Maybe they're right. Yeah, and I, I think one of the other skills that go hand in hand with that is also learning not to just draw so many lines in the sand that like all right if you're a fan of this guy then obviously you i've got nothing that i could possibly learn or gain from you which is just isolating yourself more so than actually growing as a person i i agree with that um you know there there are very few lines in the sand i have um never hit a woman in front of me or a kid that's about it and by by hit it you know it's circumstantial uh, if the woman is running at you with a knife, uh, do what you gotta do. You know, defend yourself. If if it's your kid and you're spanking them, by all means, I have no right to say shit. There's time and place, right? Um, yeah. Because we can't put ourselves into their shoes, nor can we dictate how they hey, manage look, their lives. Look, if you're in Walmart and you see dad close his fist and punch his six-year-old square in the jaw, you intervene, okay? Right? Like, yeah. I'm not... But, but he's got you, his baby teeth gone. Come on, he's gonna he's quit. Yeah, but if the kid's going down the aisle knocking down stuff and the kid or mom or the, the mom or dad grabs the hand and smacks the hand, is that worth calling CPS? No, stay the fuck out of that. That's none of your fucking business. Uh-huh. Um... But, you know, I, I have very few lines in the sand for, for three major reasons. One, I don't want anybody to tell me how to live my fucking life because um, they won't like the answer. And two, um, I, I realized early on that as much as we all like to believe that our eyes are wide open, we actually only see this all the time. We only see through the binoculars of our own filters. Everybody talks. I, I have people telling me. I, I got into a discussion with somebody the other day who, it, who, who tried to white guilt me. Okay. Mm. Unintentionally. I think they, they're so white guilted. It was unintentional, wasn't it? But tried to tell me I couldn't understand prejudice. Until it's happened to me. And when I explained that I, I, I was one of five white kids at my, my school for years. Until I got into high school. And even then, I was one of ten, maybe a hundred out of like 1,800 kids. 
right? I mean, I, I don't know what the diversity mix was. But you but definitely were not out. in the majority. Yeah. I stood out. So, but here's the thing. For me, for me, I never saw color. They were just other kids. They didn't see color. Just, I was just another kid. I mean, once we got into middle school, those lines started to get muddled, right? Because they heard stuff from their parents. I was an intelligent person. I saw movies. I knew about real. I knew what was going on, right? But personally, I didn't see. I didn't see any of that, and and we all talk like our parents. So when I'm in elementary school and they're throwing around the N word, I'm throwing it around. I we're just each other's friends, you know. Um, it wasn't until middle school, high school that it became apparent that that was wrong for me to do. Yeah, not to mention, not to mention, keep in mind, you're talking to a kid who once he got old enough, got into Marilyn Manson, you know, Spike Mohawk, punk rock, black stuff, sometimes, like, just, I was, I was one of those guys. I'd wear, I'd wear, I had an Irish sheepskin fur coat with a red mohawk in the middle of 94 degree Fahrenheit summer. Okay? So, because style hurts, bro. Um, fucking that's who I was, right? And, and I tried to explain this to this person. I said, you know, I, I understand prejudice. I've been pulled out of a car. I've been pulled over. I get stopped at Walmart now! And they ask to check my bags, even though I know for a fact at my Walmarts, because I know a manager, door greeters aren't supposed to be checking bags. That's not their fucking job. So why are you stopping me? You saw me at the self-checkout. You saw me pull my card out. You saw me just spend 500 goddamn dollars in your store. And you're going to check my bags? After the lady at the self-checkout came over and helped me? And you looked at me three times in the eyes? Because I did one of those to you and you did it back? Oh my god. It happens all the time, bro. And my wife thought I was bullshitting until she started going to Walmart on her own. And never gets stopped. She's like, wow, they never do this to me. And they do it to you every time. Like, the last time it was, like, so embarrassing that I even looked at the, the, the girl and said, look... You know, I don't I don't mean to just throw stuff out there. But I just spent 400 bucks. Right there. Like literally I was the station right there by the door. I said, y "Why are you checking me?" Well, we have to check random people. I said, "No, you don't. I know your supervisor. You don't have to do that. You're actually not supposed to be doing that." And she looked at me and she goes, what do you mean? I said, look, I don't need to steal from the store. And I walked out and didn't show her shit. It's to tell me just because I'm white, I don't understand prejudice is racist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's racist to tell me that people that aren't white can't be racist is racist. People need to remember that human beings of all colors can be hateful, spiteful, 
and ignorant. I mean, yeah, look at what happens in, like, for example, South Africa, where, you know, the kind of ratios are skewed one way. And the hatred that goes towards white people. Yeah. Look, anybody can be prejudiced. Uh, Somebody with maybe scoliosis, a limp, a baby arm. These are just basic deformities that happen to people of all colors. And they get picked on. Doesn't matter about their skin color. Humans, They're just different. Humans like to point out differences. So yeah, I mean, it could be something even as like, it could be even something as simple as say, Hatter, you were born in America, but then when you were a young child, you came over to Scotland. It could be something as simple as that that you know people will pick out because humans like to basically cause conflict. Right. Well, it's like it's like anti-Semitism or any kind of anti-religious notion based on your own religion. It's the same thing as racism, right? I'm 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 white and you're black, so you're less than me. I'm Christian and you're Jewish, so you're less than me. There's no difference between those two statements. None whatsoever. I'm straight and you're gay, you're less than me. I'm a man and you're a woman. You're... Those statements are all the same hatred that we've given different names, different isms. Okay? Sexism, classism. Racism, classism. Yeah! We, we just name different isms, but they're all the same hate. Differism. Differism. Something's different, we hate it. Plain and simple. And so I think if we all as a whole could understand the root of why this hatred began millennia ago, by the way, most of the racial and religious divides are things that the people we can't even find on Ancestry.com came up with and decided to hate somebody for. It's, It's dumb. It's dumb. Why would anybody waste this life on hate? Of any yeah, life's too short anyways, you know. I want nothing but love and happiness. So I really, I really think that the big, um, the big thing people need to remember is if you can understand where the, where, where the hydra started as a worm, you can just push the worm away. That's why that's why I don't get angry at you know I'm I'm five three five four. If I don't if I don't laugh at short jokes by the time I'm forty, kill myself now. Right? If if you've been a big person your whole life and you haven't done something to change that, then just be okay with it. Yeah. Just be okay with it as long as you're not in any health risk, right? okay with it be a big person laugh at big jokes it's fine laugh at yourself you don't have to be so serious all the time i am a jokester all the time and every once in a while when i get out of my nice car in these nice work clothes i look like a badass but i only need to feel like a badass when i'm walking into walmart right so i don't you know like It's all in your mind. It's all in your mind. We all want aspirations of rock stardom or or being spacemen or whatever. But most of us won't get there. 
those of us that will, congratulations. You did something that, that most of us dreamed of and is almost impossible, and you should be applauded for your work. Whether that's rock stars, because I know what it takes to be a musician, whether that's being a police officer, a firefighter, a postal worker, uh, whatever it is. Someone wants to be a vodka drinker. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Whatever it is, be good at what you do. Enjoy what you do. Love your life. Love the people in your life that make it better. And that's all that matters. People want to know what the answer to life is. The answer to life is that it's not a fucking question. It's an experience. It's never been a question. There's no answer to the meaning of life. That question never existed. There's no meaning to life. The meaning is what you give it. And when you look back, is your meaning going to be about Facebook memes and how you got so upset at family members because they chose to vote for a particular political party that probably won't exist in 20 years? Really? Like... Yeah, no just, one's writing that down in a history book. Yeah, what's really important at the end of the day? If you're a Christian, what are you going to look back to at the, at the pearly gates? Right? How many people you separated from yourself and didn't treat as equal and didn't love just because of some silly mental state? Exactly. And you don't even have to treat people nice if that's not your thing. If you think that treating people nice doesn't get you anywhere, because I believe that treating others better than you want to be treated is actually a very selfish act, at least from my standpoint. Because I found that I get shit more my way when I'm nice to people out of the goodness of my own heart without recompense expected. It just happens! Miracles. People are like, why are you so lucky all the time? I'm really not. I set the groundwork for miracles by being awesome all the time to as many people as I can. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and talking about that as well, and also, and just by chance, bringing it back to the topic we kind of deviated from, which is... We do that all the time! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how we managed to get to here from there, but... And, I don't care, it's lovely. But yeah, to kind of bring it back into exactly what we were just talking about, and the Bidens, um, just training right now, um, is something about Jill Biden. She's been slammed for saying Latinos as unique as breakfast tacos in San Antonio's speech. Wait, 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 wait. I'll say that one again. Jill Biden slammed for saying Latinos as unique as breakfast tacos in San Antonio's speech. That's not Joel, Jill Biden. Okay. Again, I repeat. What kind of person produces these people? <laughs> There's a trend going on. You have to look at where the bad products come from, right? So, yeah, the whole apple in the tree analogy. Mm -hmm. Magic question. If if you bought a bicycle, and that bicycle when you got it home broke after two weeks, would you would you would you blame the bicycle? Or would you blame the store you bought it from? The store you bought it from. I don't blame Hunter. I blame his upbringing because it seems. That Jill, because Jill, is Jill the daughter? Or the mother? 
Uh, and this I mean, she looks so old, so I'm guessing she's a mother. She's, 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 she's the wife. She's the wife. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, that just, that just goes to show you, man, like. Yeah, she's a first lady, so, wife. Well, let's leave first out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't claim that. Can we have Barbara Bush back? Jeez. That lady yeah, was bring like... Bring back the OG Bushes. Yeah, that Bush lady Bush. was like everybody's grandma. Mm, Barbara. Chicken Golden Girls in presidency. You know, my, my, my biggest regret in life is never seeing Betty White in any kind of government, because she would have been great. I think she's still kicking, though, or did she... She's still around, isn't she? Betty White? Oh, no. It's going to tell him. It's going to oh. tell him. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> looking at that head. No, she passed, damn it. Like Gilbert Godfrey, she's up there looking down at us from heaven. He's going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You want to tell him how? <laughs> he has left this earth. Google it. Where will I go? No, yeah, 2021. Damn it. Mm. Damn it. Mm. Yeah, she last didn't thing. Get that, uh, same life sucking. Hey, you know who else her. died recently? Yeah, Chris Cornell. <laughs> Rip, David Carradine was recent too, I think. <laughs> rest in peace, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, that was pretty recent. Can't forget, can't forget Jim Morrison over there. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my god. Betty White. Oh man, that woman. I don't know why we just compared Betty White to people who committed suicide. But... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because in the back of my head, that's the only way that lady could have died. But I mean, you know, if she, she was had a vampire. Into... If she had she was an immortal. Into political office then you know maybe she'd have the same uh, hey, look, opportunities look, with the look, dark if arts. she got into political office her and joe biden would have the same complexion <laughs> right now yeah it's just one's got a more receding hairline but um no. <laughs> she, she would uh you know be able to sap life from people just like the queen elizabeth <laughs> and joe <laughs> see I'm joe, joe does it by sniffing your hair, hair. I may have to send a video to Spotify legal team at this point. <laughs> well, well, see, look, the, the, the truth is Joe Biden, Joe Biden doesn't actually sniff people's hair. He just sucks their soul. <laughs> he comes up behind people. <laughs> He's a dementor. <laughs> Avada Kedavra, on next Joe Biden. podcast, we get to talk about how Clegg and Howard got deported from America. <laughs> I was born here. How dare you? Hey, nope. hey, hey freedom of speech. I can make fun of whoever I want. We get drafted. Yeah, I mean, it's freedom and, of speech. Wait, wait. The only holiday. way I get deported. Look, listeners, if I get deported, then the truth has come out. He must really be a dementor. <laughs> hey, they better send <laughs> me to Norway. Secret. It's a national I secret. I can go hang out with my stream team. Just deport me to Norway. Yeah, um, or, so or, or send me to Scotland. I got people there. Yeah, or send us to France so we could hang out with AG. Hanya <laughs> <laughs> Fest. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure in France that means I want to suck your... Anyway, so, um, there... 
Uh oh, AG, I think he's about to throw up. <laughs> he's about to throw up. He's doing the pug face. Too, too, too much French. Too much French. <laughs> Escargot, baguette. <laughs> baguette. Freedom, French fries. <laughs> Liberté. The Louvre, Leaning Tower. Come back to us, AG. <laughs> uh, What's that? <laughs> Alright. And he's like, I'm good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. So that was Hunter so, Biden. Uh, let's go on to the next topic, I guess. Give or take. Holy shit. Okay. Do we want to touch on the Prime Minister, uh, the former Prime Minister of Japan at this point, or some other Yeah, topic? we gotta yeah. call him former, because I don't think he's still living. Um, uh, he wasn't a Prime Minister even when he was living. Oh, that's also true. Yeah. Well, I thought he used to be. He used to. He, he, he was the former. Yeah. yeah, he was just a political figure at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and from what I had looked into, um, he was basically the one that also strengthened relationships uh, between the West with Donald Trump and uh, Japan at the time. Yeah. See, and he also Us done a bunch of stuff for the UK as well. So. Yeah, and he's, there's a he's, bunch of other uh, nations he, that came in and basically said, yeah, he done a lot for us as well, because he was active yeah, for a long time. He's amazing. Time. Yeah, and, and he did a lot of really good stuff to uh, to open a lot of Japan's... Uh, I uh, Open up Japan to um, certain ideologies from the rest of the world that are, are good, are good. Um, so it's interesting that he was seen as more of like a kind of conservative, like core Japan, like we got to put our nation forward, but he was also so open to actually working know. with the rest of the world. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And if you and look, there, there are very few controversies with his entire career. There are a couple, but I mean, who in politics doesn't? Exactly. And if a career for that yard that was so long and covered yeah. so many topics and stuff, you know, it's, it's actually quite amazing that he didn't get into much hot water at all. But yeah, it was just today that um, the actual parade, um, you know, him in the back of a black hearse um, happened. And stuff like that. Because he was a country, very good country's longest serving Prime Minister. Yeah, he was uh, 67 when he was uh, assassinated. assassinated. Yeah. Wow. Not only that, but then also there's been a lot of um, things happening on Twitter to do with that. Obviously, I showed you guys um, stuff happening about people saying that Kojima, Hideo Kojima, was. Um, oh, yeah, yeah let's talk about that. That's big. Yeah, so there was that, which now Kojima Productions, Hideo Kojima's um, game company, that created um, Death Stranding as, um, they've come out and basically they've said that we're going to be um, issuing um, thing, legal action to people who spread that, because obviously, well, they just claimed that he assassinated the former Japanese Prime Minister. And stuff and like that. I think that misinformation originally had started on 4chan to be, if I'm not mistaken. It started, um, I believe, with um, a French politician who mistakenly used the images and it spread from there onto world news and mm. stuff like that. Because the French politician eventually came out and apologised, but it was too late, the cat was out of the bag and like world news had picked up on and people were spreading it. 
Yeah, well, it was like that actually then... originally did begin with a French um, thing who Googled him, saw he kind of looked similar, and ran with it. Especially since yeah. he was been in a Soviet cap at that point. And then, of course, Twitter was running away with this, like, oh man, if only there had been some sort of warning about misinformation in multimedia, when clearly that was, you know, Metagar Salad Games beforehand, yeah. I believe. <laughs> Yeah, if only someone created an entire game series about that stuff, you know, if only. <laughs> yeah. And so... Now as well, there's even more misinformation spreading. Five hours ago, World News, there is no evidence linking Shinzo Abe's assassination to Japan's COVID-19 response, fact checkers say. So that's another thing that's spreading as well. Well, unless the prime, former Prime Minister was made of nothing but COVID-19, of course that's true. <laughs> yeah, so basically for anyone that does not know what happened, um, as we said, um, Shinzo Abe was assassinated, um, well, it's a few days ago now. Um, he was assassinated mm -hmm. while um, doing a campaign speech, yeah, on Friday. He was assassinated. Yeah, about five days ago, give or take. Yeah, um, so... The suspect that was arrested on site um, used a homemade, more or less sawed-off shotgun. And there was a couple of pipes strapped to real quick, it. As somebody broke down, uh, I saw a thing where somebody kind of like took the images and then kind of re-penciled, drawn what they thought had done. It's the most like in-the-garage nonsense ever. I don't know how it, be it became a lethal weapon. I'm serious. It's insane. Some theories that uh, me and Adrian what I were talking about before the podcast this week was like, you know, if it looks like there is some improvised wires going into like these actual sealed pipes at one end, you know, it, it could have just been like some fireworks that had like a ball bearing or something like that used as an actual yeah. like. I think it actually was because um, someone who was a um, like guns expert um, actually pointed out with his smoke and stuff that came off of it um, in the video of where Abe was shot. Um, the smoke apparently was kind of similar, if not the same, to what you would expect from black gunpowder. So I wonder, I mm. wonder if what he did was the board and the pipe was connected to the board. Right? And then there were what looked like wires coming out of him. He had two different pipes because he had two shots. Yeah, it was two pipes um, duct tape onto wood. Right, well, yeah. to the wood, and then he had pipes coming out of, like, the sides, I thought it looked like. And then <laughs> what I think he actually did was he probably broke down fireworks, packed them in there, and then put shrapnel on top of it. Packed a wad, just like, just like a mortar. Or just like old school cannoneers. Yeah, yeah that's something that we kind of thought of. Yeah, the, the two electrical wires touching just just a nine volt battery would be enough spark. Wow. Yeah, they mentioned that like two shots were fired in like such rapid succession. There was no way that he could have loaded up yeah. two shots individually, like you know, reloaded. Well, the after first the first one, one didn't hit a soul. Yeah, well, I mean, if basically, if you guys were... watched the video or no, by sent. But the first shot, basically everyone just froze up. They didn't know what was going on. Everyone froze up. And then you can actually see Abe turn around and look in the guy in the eyes before the second shot goes off. And but yeah, it happened in such quick succession, no one, did not, no one knew what to do. You could literally see everyone freeze. Like, you could see some people kind of go into fight or flight and just 
freeze up and just stare into blank space. Wow. Because they were absolutely petrified. He got like internal bleeding from the second one, and then his neck also got shot. And I believe the neck took more damage than his body because there aren't like bones and other stuff to kind of like lessen the blow. It so it's just basically. Hours? Was it 24 hours until he passed? No, he. Um, uh, he passed no, I think within like 12 hours or less. Yeah. No, he he he, he passed um, before he was airlifted. He was already dead. Oh, I thought I thought he made it to the hospital. He did. Well, but he they mentioned had no that he didn't signs. have. Yeah, no vital signs but he, when he had arrived. Basically, uh, just before the helicopter arrived, um, his heart stopped and he wasn't breathing. And uh, from what I know, they never managed to resuscitate him. He did make it to hospital, but basically they decided to call time of death before um, he was airlifted. Because he wasn't alive from that point onwards. Wow. Um. So yeah, in terms of that um, story spreading right now, um, why people are thinking that is because he actually resigned as PM before vaccine rollout policy um, happened in Japan. Um, oh. So people mistakenly thought that it's, uh, he was assassinated because of that. But the suspect that's been arrested has already said is because he was affiliated with a religious group he disliked. There's basically religion. He didn't what like the religious group he was part of, and, well... So... See? What our imaginary lines get us. Look, this is coming from somebody who doesn't want peace. I want people to go out and kill more of you people. More food for me and mine. You know? So, I look about it in the numbers. If there's only 2 million people on the planet, we're going to have a lot more space and food. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Never going to have to wait for my spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich ever again. That's right. That Chick-fil-A line will be empty. Look, <laughs> 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 look, look, look. Wanting to live in a Book of Eli type of situation just happens to be one of my fantasies. Is there something wrong with that? If you carry around like a thing of cat crease, I'm gonna. <laughs> Dude, I always wanted to live ever since like the Fallout games. I always wanted that because I I feel like as I've gotten older, I think the reason is actually, and I don't think when I was younger I could put put this kind of words to it but i think it's because i feel that nowadays by and large the world not just america the world is um what's the fucked no soft soft is the word i was looking for soft most of the world doesn't 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 fight for survival most i said most no, that's fair because, you know, the ones that still do are definitely in the minority. Well, and even even then, even then, okay, in 1990s, Click and I grew up with commercials on television telling you that $1 a month adopts a child in Africa. Okay. You could feed a whole nation for right. 30 cents a day. Yeah. 
Now, you can't take pictures anywhere, even in the most impoverished places in Africa, without catching a glimpse of a cell phone. Everybody has the ability to have amenities now. Yeah, not only that, but then also there was adverts, you know. Before, it was like $1 a month. Now, they're wanting $15 a month instead. And yeah, they still got cell phones and stuff, don't they? You know, so we've upped the amount, still saying that can save the kids, yet they're all running around with cell phones and like the latest. Well, and, and, and I'm not saying there aren't, yeah, there are homeless kids in America who don't have cell phones, okay? I'm not saying there yeah. aren't. I'm just saying, by and large, the world's a different place 30 years, okay? Very different from 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we were making strides, at least in America, towards racial harmony. And somewhere around 2008, for some reason, Obama, there seems to be a bigger racial divide in America. And, and when I say Obama, I mean the, the, the whole administration, not the guy. Okay. I want to make that very clear. I don't. I don't blame singular people for for a whole endeavors. I don't. I don't blame uh, Sam for the way Walmart's run. Okay. I don't. I don't blame Steve Jobs for his company shit. I don't blame Elon Musk for his. Could they do better? Sure, but I can't. I. That's like me getting mad at the owner, the 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 world owner of McDonald's because. The same guy down the street at my McDonald's can never get my sandwich right. Right? Like. And, and, and just to kick that in, uh, I don't think Steve Jobs can do any better. There's a little, uh, little technicality there that's stopping him from doing any better. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He's got that Betty White disease. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people no, getting I'm getting cancelled. A lot of people getting that disease recently. I'll get canceled with you. It's fine. <laughs> nice. Can't cancel me if I don't I just, stream. <laughs> I just, I just threw up a uh, Jobs because Jobs, Musk, uh, fucking, who else? Gates. Gates. Right. Any of these guys are 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 easy targets. It's like it's like when people were shitty that Elon was doing space stuff with his money. It's his money, you motherfuckers. Exactly. He earned it. He can do whatever he wants with it. You don't like it? Stop using PayPal and buying Teslas. Otherwise, if you give him your money, you'll get to say how he uses it. You gave it to him. Or, or, um, Jeff, uh... Bezos. Bezos, Bezos right? People bitching about Bezos. Stop it. Stop. Like, eh, he made a billion dollars and he didn't pay any taxes. Wait. If you don't think... like it, one of the biggest Get mad at the people who allow the loopholes. One yeah. of the biggest issues the I feel is that it's exactly what you're saying. People are getting angry at those type of people, you know, Gates, Bezos, and whatnot, about spending their own money. How would you like it if someone came up to you and told you how you should spend your money? You wouldn't I'll like it a, as much. I, I, I'll give you it's their money. One. They made that money. It's because a lot of people, a lot of people can can wash that away in words. They can go, well, you know, I'd give all my money to somebody who needed it. Okay, cool. How about this? Let me give you a different one. What if your great grandfather in the in the Great Depression came from nothing 
eating soup until he was fucking 13 because all they could afford was water and potatoes, right? Lived a hard life. Built everything he had and handed that company to your grandfather who turned it into a multi-million dollar corporation and your father who then built that into not only a bigger multi-million corporation, but one that does stuff around the world and maybe even helps people a lot. And then he hands it to his son. And his son happens to be born in a time where people think they can tell you what to do with your shit. And everybody cancel cultures you into doing shit with your money that you don't want to do because you'd rather invest it and continue to grow the empire that was started by your family. It's like, how dare you not give to dogs getting stabbed in the eyes with pencils, you asshole. Well, and, and it's more than that. It's like they, people expect, they're like, oh, well, everybody's seen them on Facebook. Jeff Bezos could give everybody a million dollars and still have money to spare. Yeah, but why? Yeah, no. I'm not going to give don't... you any of my money. I thought the American dream was was to build a company so that your kids could inherit an industry, right? I thought that was the American dream. So why are we telling people that when you get that high, you got to give it away? That's called socialism. We don't live there. True. I don't understand it. You know who wants socialism? The people who don't want to work for anything. I don't know any business owner that thinks socialism is a good idea. I don't know any governmental agency besides dictatorships that thinks socialism is a great idea. And I don't know anybody who's middle class or better who thinks socialism is a great idea. The people who think socialism is a good idea is the ones who don't want to get up their ass and work. Now, now, again, listeners, viewers, we are talking generalized here. We're talking about the mass majority, not the individual cases we all know who are legit and need help. Okay? There are a lot of them. And let's focus on the ones that really do, like veterans, because they seem to be fucking homeless and not getting any help from our government or even neighbors. Yeah. Even, like, basic medical necessities and, like, mental health is just lost to them. These, these people fought to protect our freedoms and defend our constitutional rights and be mercenaries for other countries because our government said so. And we give them nothing in return. Nothing. I mean, some people think that going out, thank you for your service, is fucking good. I think that's fucking an insult. I think what like, you yeah, should do... Yeah, I, I wasn't bothered to actually get up and do something, but I'm yeah, glad you did. Yeah, I think what you should do is open the door for these people. Offer to buy them their lunch. Give... Whatever. You should, you should open up whatever, as long as... You know, and it's just, it's just retarded that we seem to care about everybody but the people who really fucking need it. I can think of a million other examples, not just in America, but I'm sure, I'm sure AG can think of in his own country of, of things people are focused on that aren't even near as big as the things we should be focused on in his country. Yeah. I keep telling people they've, they've got us so divided that we can't, we can't even come to terms with the, the problems that face all of us together. But the problem, I think, is that I keep saying they, because the truth is, we keep dividing ourselves. And we've talked about this, not only today, but others, 
we keep putting ourselves into boxes specifically so we can tell other people they're not in our boxes. Mm-hmm. And and I find the whole practice of being human nowadays really troublesome and tiring. To be a good human, you have to follow stupid ass fucking rules and tiptoe around topics and not hurt people's fucking feelings. Fuck your feelings! Nobody's cared about your feelings 20 years ago. Why do they care about them now? Because 20 years ago, your special snowflake syndrome wasn't wasn't given enough gold trophies for participation? I feel that's what we've got. We've got a bunch of people coming of age that were given participation trophies their entire lives and never given a firm hand by their parents. And they're the ones dictating how we should all live our lives. Now, everybody deserves a voice. But the loudest voice shouldn't win. That should never be the, the case. Right? Yeah, it's the voice of reason or the one that actually makes sense instead well, of the loudest. the one we all agree upon. But the knee-jerk clickbait topic throwing that happens is, is insane. You know? Um, I'm trying to think of some examples right off the top, but I can't. But it's something where it's like, a subject is portrayed in a certain light and nothing about the statement is inherently untrue, but the way that it's presented is untrue. And I can't think, but you know what I'm talking about, where they take a weird perspective on a situation and they take snippets of comments or something and build a story that's not entirely accurate when it's all put together. And that happens all the time with what some would call, and for you non-viewers, I'm using air quotes, legitimate news sources. That's something else I have a real beef about recently, because it's not just in America either. News legitimate. sources. Yeah. Do you know how many times MSNBC, uh, um... NBC, ABC, Fox News, CNN. Do you know how many times they have to retract shit and they do it? It's like, um, it, we all remember the movies where, where they do some crazy, stupid shit. And then, and then the retraction is on page 15 by the fucking cattle prices. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they do. They, they clickbait some shit just like with the Kojima shit. They find some random ass shit. They don't vet a goddamn thing. And then they post some dumb shit. And then it's it's grabbed on by other news sources that then spread nonsense. Yeah, like Kojima being the, you know. You see the Kojima, uh, uh, the company Kojima has now put out a thing that says anybody who slanders or falsely does anything will face lawsuit yeah i touched my head on yeah oh my god he is not playing around that shit's not fucking funny and i think he's been kind of outspoken about the way the news has treated a lot of its legitimacy as well i mean like as me and click said you know if only someone had made a game that talks about the effects of media and fake news you know if only someone had done that you know, the world has a funny way of coming back around. It really does. It really does. And, and 
it's really sad. And I, I, li- I listen to him, to be honest. Uh, but it's really sad when Russell Brand is way more legitimate than fucking people who get paid to do it. And have national resources. That says a lot. When, when Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, and many others who do just off-the-book research on their own time come up with more legitimate shit than the people we expect legitimacy to be beyond reproach, it's time we do something about it. Like, I don't know, cancel the news. Well, I also think, like, the whole Russell Brand versus, like, these other news corporations, quote-unquote, um, putting out their information is because one is just like our podcast, people that just want to talk about stuff and don't have any allegiance to any particular sponsor or paid backer yeah. versus the news, uh, which is basically a paid organization representing certain, you know, like networks, if you will. True. Well, and, and I, I use the cancel specifically because cancel culture seems to be what's going on right now. So why aren't we using that? horrible weapon for the right reasons why are we canceling the people that need to be canceled like the 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 politicians who keep getting caught up in ridiculous controversies wasting our taxpayer dollars right why aren't we cancel culturing the 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 things that are actually ruining our country not the shit we're told is ruining our country. There's the problem. When we're, we're, we're using our power incorrectly. We're, we're, oh, I love you. Um, we're, we're using this power to cancel movie stars and YouTubers, not deal with home problems. And it's, it's honestly kind of sad that we can't just stop for a second and understand the real power we have, which is the whole problem with the Manhattan Project and nuclear power. They were all worried that it was gonna be used for not energy, but for weapons from the military, which is why they were making it. Well, the same thing is here right now with with cancel culture. We have a weapon that, slices anybody it touches and we don't use it yeah and also not only that but i find you bring up like the manhattan project and stuff because it actually fits into kind of what we were saying you know about the game if there was a game about you know the media and stuff metal gear saw 2 literally the first half of it well i say first half the first two hour intro is about the manhattan project and how you know, rather than transporting nuclear weapons, it's actually not nuclear stuff, it's actually a weapon of mass destruction that we're transporting. So... Wait. Hey, you got your foodies. Uh, pork chop? I don't eat pig. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm Muslim. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't like I don't like the taste of pig. I don't. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm Filipino, so most of my stuff is pig and rice and... Other stuff. Yeah, I I actually don't. Everybody's like, "What about bacon?" No, that's the worst. It tastes the most like pig. No, I'm not a fan uh, of pork uh, chop, but 
I will not say no to bacon. You give me bacon and you bet I'll fucking eat. I'll eat it raw. Now oh, some no. pork belly. Pork belly is actually quite good as well. I'm also My not fan of pork belly to be fair. The only pork chop I've ever eaten, and I've not eaten pork chop for uh, pork for so long. Even though her shit tastes great, my stomach doesn't like it afterward. No, that makes sense. Like if you put off soda for like three years, and then you pick it back up, and you're like, uh, too sweet. That's fucking blasphemy. Never say that again. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll, um. What what else we got on the docket? We keep falling into weird places. Uh, no worries. <laughs> um, so that was touching on the Prime Minister stuff. Bungie. Um, Bungie. Bungie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suing someone for 7.16 million? 7.6 yeah. million. Yeah, a YouTube user, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, here's the story. There was a snafu where... I don't know if you guys remember this. Destiny 2, all of a sudden, on YouTube, a bunch of videos got taken down. Mm-hmm. And including Bungie's. Yep. So not only independent con uh, content creators, but also the main company themselves. Mm-hmm. But everybody thought it was Bungie at first. So it was a bunch of Bungie hate. Yeah, that's because of how the YouTube copyright works. If you send a DMCA, you can basically masquerade as any company, and it will say, this video was taken down at a request of Bungie. Because yep. they basically impersonated them. Right, and they did it to Bungie's own videos. So! And I should also point all, out, originally it was thought that this was a, the content ID going a bit too ballistic and even taking them on themselves down, so... Yeah, they yeah. thought it was a bot that went rogue. Initially. Well, and here's the funny part. Bungie could get no help from YouTube. Yeah, they had to go through the same fucking automated customer service bullshit that me and you have to go through. Mm -hmm. They got no help. They gave them a one-star rating on customer service. Bungie did. It's it's crazy. Um, They had to go to court to get the name released, the username, and all the details. But they won. Got it. So... Basically, what had happened is a YouTuber had basically stolen Bungie's theme music, cut it up, and then used it as his theme music and made monetization out of it. He had been struck many times with the DMCA and refused to take his videos down. Finally, his page was removed by dun, 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 YouTube. So... Um, in response, he decided to masquerade as CMC and, uh, start striking people. So, in retaliation, Bungie's going to make an example out of him. Big time. Yeah, and then one person had alluded that this is kind of like the anime uh, Death Note, in a way. Where basically yep. they were hunting for, like, the killer, but the, the killer was also working with those trying to track him down so yeah even in the discord yeah he was trying to help quote unquote help people figure out who was doing this yeah so he was in the discords of the like music and content creators are uh, related directly to bungie and it seemed like you know he was dropping little easter eggs or little hints here and there on how this could potentially happen even though he was just talking about himself and then now he got shot in the foot um bungie themselves called him out 
in their actual like Twitter post. And uh, they, or at least the people that are close to this case, really feel like he will be found liable and actually have to pay that $7.6 million. So, man, he affected a lot of people. Not just Bungie, but a lot of people. And he was in the wrong in the first place. You copyrighted, motherfucker. And not only that, but like for a lot of those people, it could be a stressful time. You know, you can get a DMCA, it stays on your channel for a really long time. For a long time, yeah, yeah. it does. And, and not only that, but if you get three strikes, that's it, game over, no chance of appeal. Your channel's gone, your entire revenue source, your job, yeah, your income. Gone. You could even have a staff team. I mean, like, for example, let's have a look at Linus Tech Tips. They employ, like, what, is it 60, 70, 80 people? You could be putting 60, 70, 80 people out of a job just because you decided yep. to, well, be vengeful a little bit of the DMCA. Yeah, and a lot of the people that were worried about the preemptive DMCA strikes took a lot of their own content down. Uh, so that's just stuff back. that is, yeah, just off of the internet. And like, uh, we, we lost, like, a personal archive, you know? Yeah, and that's not only that, but a lot of revenue loss for those creators and, you know... A lot of mental distress and not only a lot of effort that they put into it, but now they had to, you know, preemptively take down videos and stuff when it could have been potential revenue and a lot of effort that they could have spent doing something else. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really Again, this stuff comes from people not being held accountable in real life and being able to do whatever they want online and thinking that it translates into real life. That's the problem. Not enough of these people are getting punched in the face. As kids. As kids. Yeah. Well, by other kids! By other kids! By let Bungie me, and YouTube. Let me... Hello, child protective services! I mean, really, maybe maybe we should just get, get back to paddling kids in school. Can we have those teachers back? It's like, oh, there, there's a canoe and boat lesson in school. Nope, this is for punishment. Nope, this this is for you talking without raising your hand. Bend over. Bam! Break the shit. <laughs> um, yes. Look, I'm, I'm all in favor of beating your kids, so... Um, ah, yeah. legally, legally beating your kids. Legally beating your kids. Well, that's us um, all fair on Spotify. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. No, <laughs> it was no, a, it was a good run. You guys know what I mean. Um, I, I think people are too soft with their kids. Uh, you, 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 you're supposed to be teaching them how to be adults. You know, I'm not saying beat your kids. I'm saying don't be their friends. That's not what you're there for. You're yeah, there... you're not trying to become their BFF. Yeah, you're there to train them on how to not fuck their lives up and how to be productive, good members of some kind of society, whatever that is. But also at the same point, don't go overboard with it and traumatize them. Well, no, no, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, let me let me. Well, you end up like me. Let me give a post preface by saying that my mother worked for Child Protective Services of Indiana for thirty five years. I would never actually hurt a child but i spanked the shit out of my kid i think i don't oh well i haven't had to in years in years probably she's 17 probably in 10 years because i did it when she was young enough that she knew that when my voice got to a certain point it wouldn't go any further and that's what i've tried to tell a couple of my friends who are new parents 
you're not their friend. And if you and if you enforce early, you won't have to enforce when they're teenagers. Right? I something my mother always prided me on. My child believes that if I say something, I will do it. Now that is very important, and there's a very important way to do that. And that is never say anything you're not willing to do. You never tell your kid, do it again and I'll break your arm. Because if they test you and you don't do it, you're a liar from then on. So never say anything to a child you're not willing to follow through on. For instance, I told my five-year-old daughter at the time that if she didn't pick up her DVDs, she just left them all over the floor. She was disrespecting me. Because everything that's hers is mine. I bought it. Can I just quickly give pause here because I can already smell the lawyers. In no way, shape, or form is Hattar endorsing breaking your child's arm. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no arm breaking. No, no, no. Yeah, I told just, my daughter. I'm, yeah, no. Yeah, I can smell the lawyers. Yeah. I, I told my daughter that if she didn't pick up those DVDs and video games and CDs and keep them in their, their packs, that she wouldn't be happy with the out outcome because they're mine and I treat my stuff with respect. So I let her do it again. And I reminded her, these are mine. You need to treat them with respect and take care of your, your stuff or you won't have it. So the third time I saw them on the floor, there were eight or nine of them. And I walked right in, looked right at her, bent down, picked them up, and started snapping the movies in half and throwing them away right in front of her. And she cried. And I didn't hug her at first, right? I looked her right in the eyes and I said, what did I tell you? If you do not respect your property, then I don't respect your property. And also, it's not your property. It's my property. I paid for it. I put my hard work and love into finding those, buying those, working for those. And if you can't respect that, then you won't have them. Well, from then on, do you ever think she left a, a, any DVD out of a case? Even at 17, she will not do it. A lesson learned 12 years ago stays. You don't always have to touch your child to enforce your child you don't and if and that's what i mean i would never ever threaten my child with physical harm because i will never physically harm my child make sense but yes. i know we've all heard parents they get fed up with a kid they can't handle stop it or i'll do something that sounds kind of extreme right we've all heard it we know they're not going to do that right we know it but they say something that they're not going to follow through with. Stop it or I'll go home. You just got here and you drove four hours to get here. You're not going to go home. Right? We know you're not going home. And the kid knows you're not going to turn around and go home. I'm going to send you to Mars so fast. Right? It's stupid shit. And, and the thing is, people, I say stupid shit, but to, to a six-year-old, it's not stupid shit. It's real. And parents have to remember that. These are little things that I, I've always done with my kid. And that's why I, told, I tell people, at 12 years old, if I died, my kid was ready for life. 
My kid was mentally an adult at 12, 13 years old. She knew what liar looked like before they knew they were lying. That's the whole point. I raised my child to be a little me in the future. You know? And and so that's that's the big thing. We have a bunch of kids who have been told things by their parents that can't be followed through. And so they have these wishy-washy ideas that everybody acts like that. Which is why these kids who live on the internet have never told somebody, hey AG, you're you're a funny-haired little fuck, and been punched in the face for it. Right? Like, but when I was growing up in middle school and high school, you said some off shit to a kid, they'd beat your ass on the playground after school. There's something to be said for that. And not only that, but then also these days, it's villainized to stand up for yourself, basically. You know, you do that, you stand, you know, if someone calls you a funny-haired fuck, and you punch him in the nose, you know, that's it, you know, you'll probably, you'll probably get... Um, why your violence wasn't necessary, or whatever that well, is, yeah. Well, yeah, no, they'll just immediately go, okay, well, you used violence for, you know, standing up for yourself, but it's still violence, and they'll basically, you know, what they would do is take you out of school for a week, because you used violence. Yeah. You Second you lay well, your fingers on anyone, that's it. And that's, well, and that's another thing. Instead of teaching them, like, hey... For your actions, there's immediate consequences, you know? Well, in, in my school, we had a no-tolerance policy, okay? Now, in the 90s, what this meant was, if you and somebody fought in school, you guys were both expelled. Didn't matter who started it, right? It seems unfair. But there's a life lesson here. People forgot this. Life's not fucking fair! It's, it's loud and clear. We miss that now. Life's not fucking fair. I'll say it one more time. Life's not fucking fair. We need to quit expecting it to be fair. We, we, we need to quit expecting that what the Johnsons have, you should have. Yeah, I mean, and at the same point as well, you know, schools don't even want to do that anymore, like expel both. Because what's going to happen? We're going to have two sets of parents fucking bollocking them and complain on social media and whatnot. Well, and obviously see, they're the trying to, you know, there were two lessons for, for back in the day that we learned before all this cancel culture nonsense. Okay. The bully learned you can't bully people without consequences. And the bullied learned he needs to either stand up for himself, tell a teacher, or avoid the situation. We, we have movies in the 90s based around the fact that geeks are picked on and they had to figure out ingenuitive ways to get around to become better than their bullier. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, let's go. Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Back to the Future, and, and, and fucking, um, Biff, right? He always came out on top. We have animated shorts in the 80s and 90s about it. It was a, a common topic. Nobody said, oh, bullying, but we should stop all bullying. They said, no, 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 you should be smarter than the bullies. Beat them at their own game. Beat them at their own fucking game. Right? And that lesson is lost. It's lost. Now it's, now it's, if, if somebody picks on you, you need to destroy them, their family, and everything they hold dear through the power of social media. Right? It's, it's an insane twist to what, and I don't know, I, I, I mean, I know how we got here. I, I've been here the whole time. 
but I, I, I can't wrap my head around how we allowed ourselves to raise, as George Carlin put it, a generation of fucking pussies. They are. Even people in my age bracket have become whiny little bitches about everything. Everything. And I look around, even at people, nobody in America should ever bitch about anything. If 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 you're online bitching, you, you have no right to bitch. You know why? You're online. You yeah. have enough money to be online. Yeah, if you have access to drinking water, you're better than most of the world. Yeah, I mean, let's 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 all as Americans put it into perspective. I mean, and that's that's again, this is how I survived the day without, you know, hating myself for just being a human being born in America who happens to be a white male. I, uh, you know, cuz if you listen to everything being filtered through news and social media, I being a white male is like the worst thing you can be in America, really. Or it's supposed to be, right? It's it's just silly. I, I, but that's that's thing. This this all ties together with almost everything we've kind of delved into today, uh, from from race stuff to to po- political to religious to to everything. It's we just need to like be more realistic about where we live, who we are, who we're around, how it works, how reality is and isn't. Um, you know, the the whole Prince Charming soulmate shit. Let's let's stop, guys. That's movies. That's fairy tales. Let's start teaching our kids to to settle smartly. Find somebody who loves you, takes care of you, and takes care of themselves. If they have some some weird hobby, fetish, whatever it is, maybe, maybe, maybe every every week their fetish is they like to go kayaking with with their two buddies from high school. And it's every weekend. But when he's with you, he loves you and provides. Then fucking who cares? Right? Like, it's and that's what I mean by compromise. People, uh, we've said this before, marriage is a compromise. How much are you willing to put up with for what you love about the person, right? Well, especially any marriage that lasts more than like 10 or 15, 20 years, you know? They've grown in and out of love so many times that you can't even count it on your hand. Yeah, me and my wife have evolved together now, right? But we started, you know, because we've been together eight years now, we started as very different very opposite people that found enough that we liked about each other to put up with the stuff that we didn't and grow to love, learn, and mold each other to fit better with those pieces we didn't necessarily like at the time. You know? Um, I've I've said it before. You love people for the things... or you, You like people for the things that you love about them. You love people for the things you hate about them. Think about every relationship that's ever really mattered to you. What is it you miss when they're gone? The things that bothered the shit out of you. Right? That's how you know you really love somebody. It's the annoying things you can't live without that bothered you when they were around. That's how you yeah, know true. you fucked up. Right? 
So it's 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 true love comes from building. It starts with true compromise, knowing what you're willing to give and take. And also give back to the relationship. It can't always be one-sided. It can't be one-sided. But to enter into a serious one, you have to know yourself. You have to know what you're willing to give to someone, what you're willing to accept from somebody, the negative and what have you, the baggage. You know, and you have to know that who you're talking to is willing to do the same. Hundred percent. That's the trick. You know, um, and everybody has to remember. It took me, Luke. <clears throat> me and her met when I was thirty-two, thirty-one, thirty-two. Okay. She. She's older than me. Um. But by that time, I'd been in hundreds, thousands of relationships. And I'd say relationships because, you know, sometimes you you hang out with people, you're intimate, not even sexually, just you're intimate with somebody. It's a really close relationship with another opposite sex person, but it, it, it never goes beyond plutonic. It's just really intimate, right? Okay. We've all had those. Mm-hmm. Um where there's never going to be any sex, but there's a deepness to the minds and the hearts, right? Yeah, you're connected on another level. Another level. Um, I've had a couple of those throughout my history, uh, one of which actually was with uh, uh, my friend, and, and I, she does catch my shows every once in a while. So, Dawn, my lesbian bull dyke, I miss talking to you. I love you so much. Um, but she's one of those people for me. You know, she... She was there, uh, she's probably almost 15 years my senior, but she was the older sister of somebody who I went to school with, and we would always hang out, a group of us would hang out in the house. Well, I didn't hang out with kids my age, really. Um, I would go to hang out with her. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I've had thousands of relationships that I would consider intimate and close. Um, before I met my wife, you know, and I, I see, especially now that I'm old enough to have a daughter, stepdaughter, stepson, I see these younger generation and it reminds me of myself at that age when I thought that each one of those intimate relationships might've been something special. And yeah, they were all special, but they weren't these special. You don't, you don't go find it. It finds you. It comes to you. It happens. You just got to be ready for it. Which is why I also feel like when people are in between relationships or they just get over a breakup, it's like, instead of trying to chase another relationship right away, I my biggest advice is just to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because once you improve and know yourself more as a person, then when the next relationship comes around and you're ready for it, then you actually know what you can bring to the table. Instead right. of just... This is what I want. This is what I need. This relationship revolves around me like I'm some anime protagonist and their feelings don't matter. That's true. That's true. I mean, AG, you're you're younger than me and him. I bet. You're in the age group I'm talking about. Am I wrong? It, it, do your relationships feel intense and important and like they could be the one even though like you might, you know, like 
I probably can't see myself with this person forever, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends. I'm probably not the best baseline for that. No, you know, I but... think you are. Because you've been, I know you've been in, in at least one or two since we've known each other. Yeah. Um, and and, and you've got the unique perspective intense. on your age as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and your age. And I'm only talking about personal feelings inside. Because I remember when I was younger, okay? I would work really hard at making something work. Whereas now, when I'm with the woman I think I'm probably going to be with for the rest of my life, I don't have to work at all. I mean, I do. I have to do the dishes. But I don't have to change who I am to please her. Now, I have changed who I am over time because there's a very different pattern the bachelor and the way I live. Not that I'm dirty. I'm still just as clean. But if I leave my plate here overnight, I give a shit. But if I leave my plate here overnight in my house with my wife, I don't want her to think I'm a messy person. It's not that I give a shit or I think I'm going to get in trouble because I don't get in trouble with my wife. Ever. Because she's not my mom. Right, like uh, have an understanding. But I, I, even now after eight years, I want to impress her, not because I need to, because I want to always be the guy she wants. I strive to be a good and a better person for her. Yeah, you hold yourself to a higher regard instead of just letting your relationship dictate who you should be. Yeah, not because of her, but for her. Um, when you feel that inside, you know that at least what you feel is real, I think. The problem always is whether or not they feel the same. And you're never going to know that for real. You just have to take their word for it. And, and you can't lock them down. That's a big no-no. Yeah. If I could give any younger people tips on relationships, don't tell your spouse what they can and cannot do or significant other because they're going to do the opposite. Okay. And allow each of you to be your own people. Yeah. You, you know. You don't have to spend, if you have to spend every minute with this person, it's not going to work out because nobody can do that. Nobody can work together and live together and sleep together and fuck together. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's unrealistic. Like, you want to be right next to them while they're taking a shit in the can? And what are you going to do? You know you know why me and my wife's relationship works so well? <clears throat> Most nights, <clears throat> I come down here, and I hang out with Mr. Click, and we watch anime for hours. And I'm a fully married guy who gets home and comes right here. She doesn't need me. She wants me. I don't need her. I want her. And we also know that that... Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Our time when we have it together is very important to us. And it's very meaningful. But if we had it all the time, it wouldn't mean shit. When we, when we decide to sit down and watch a movie, we sit down and watch a movie and enjoy each other's company. But if we did that every fucking night, we'd just be like, what are we going to watch tonight? Right? Yeah. So it's, <clears throat> it's about mediation. That's why that's why people become heroin addicts. 
They can't mediate. That's why people get addicted to cigarettes. That's why people become alcoholics. People can't mediate. I wasn't looking at you, AG! I saw your eyes darting at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Look, and, and I don't make judgment calls, obviously. Me and me and AG are friends. Um, I just give him shit. Yes. I, I, I really, I don't make judgment calls. I don't give a shit. Unless you're getting alcoholic and, and steering your car into kids, I'm not going to judge you. Although, you know, um, if you've gotten that far, somebody should have judged you long before that point. Um, I, I based on actions more than almost anything else. I've said some words that I don't want to be held accountable for. In anger, in disgust, you know, feelings make us say funny shit. True. In joke, in jest, I've said random shit. People are like, oh, I, someone was saying something about some tweets that were seen by somebody. I can't remember. He was like Mark Player or Joe Rogan or somebody, right? A while ago. And, and I remember saying, if anybody was held accountable for the shit they say off the cusp 15 years ago, we'd all be in fucking jail. Yeah. If at the pearly gates, St. Peter looked over your internet history, no one would be getting in. You'd be all fucked. There is no holier than thou in anyone. Anyone that is talking shit. Because the holier than thou people are keeping their nose out of other people's fucking business. That's why they're holier than thou. It kind of reminds me of a joke I saw one time where it was someone had died and went up to heaven. And, you know, they were right. welcomed in and stuff like that. And they're sitting down there. And, you know, arrives team from dinner. And they just get sandwiches. Just pathetic sandwiches. You know what I mean? Just, just ham and cheese and that's it. And he's asking, what's going on? Why are we just getting this? I thought we were meant to be like having a grand feast. He's like, yeah, I mean, we should, but... I mean, it's not worth it. There's not enough people up here. Everyone goes down to hell. So this is all really we yeah. can afford. <laughs> you want the feast? You came to the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, I just talked to Satan. Um, he said vegans all go to heaven, so we don't have to worry about that. We're having a barbecue Ooh. when we get there. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Thank Christ yeah. Give me that pork belly. <laughs> pork belly and a big old plate of fried rice. Mind you, uh, Satan said it's not because they're right. He just doesn't want them fucking up the meals. Right? <laughs> yeah. so. He gives them a pass. Like, yeah. Go ahead. On that note, um... <laughs> that actually kind of um, reminds yeah. me of something recently. I'm not sure if you guys yeah. have heard of Jeremy Clarkson. The guy who did the Top Gear with, you know, Broom Broom and oh, then yeah, 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 yeah. the Grand Tour. Opposite Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. So he, on his farm, because he now has a farm and stuff, he's obviously um, opened up a restaurant. And he's decided that... Not only is he going to waste no meat off a cow, but he's like grown himself on a farm. So basically you book a table for 65 quid and you can get any part of a cow. You can get a tongue or you can get a fillet steak, uh, any part of it. But there's going to be absolutely nothing for vegans there. It's going to be just meat. Yeah. And it's pissed so many people off. It's hilarious. 
Fuck him, it's his goddamn fucking shit. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. it's not like he's only making, like, birthday cakes for those that are not homosexual, you know? Because that's another topic that's been... Oh, man. Like, how dare you, as your establishment, not make me a gay-themed, like, birthday cake? You guys are fucking, you know, this-ism, and you're bigoted, and you have small-mindedness, but... As a business, I mean, they're allowed to say what they will and will not make. It well, is not. And that's one thing I will say about my state. We're, one of the few laws I really dig in my state is the right to refuse. We've had that law in the book forever. You do not I, have to tell a customer why you're refusing, but you can refuse any customer for any reason. I thought that was just common practice, just not a lot of people yeah, act on I mean, it. I mean, here in Scotland, it's just called doing business. Yeah, exactly. No, in California, I don't think that holds true. Oh, okay, so you can't just hold firm to your moral ground. You, nope. If you're a business, you pretty well, much have to Well, here's the thing, but there's a big difference. Mm. Click, you come in and want a gay cake. And I yeah. go, no, sir. Uh, I, I, I can't and won't do that. Thank you. Uh, there's a cake store right down the way. That's perfectly legal. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, sir. I don't make cakes for gay people. That is illegal in Indiana. Mm. You cannot withhold services based on uh, skin color, religion, sexuality. sexuality, any of that. You can't do that. That's called bigotry. Can't do that. But you can refuse anybody for any reason in your tiny little head. And you don't have to tell them why, which is the whole point. You don't have to tell them. If you feel obligated, you're a racist, bigoted piece of shit. But if you don't want to make a gay dick cake because you feel awkward about it, that's your right. Right? It might not be because yeah. they're gay. You just don't want to shape a dick. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I'm a three-star Michelin-like restaurant. How dare you? Or 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 a woman with her legs spread. Maybe you just don't want to make those types of fucking cakes. Yeah, how dare you not make me a G-Melf cake, you yeah. asshole? I mean, people have to remember some of this. There's context to everything. Okay, um, that's that's really what it is. There's context. If someone's being a racist, bigoted piece of shit. They deserve all the negativity they got coming to them. If they just don't want to give you a service, that's fine. Go find somebody who you can give your money to. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining a fucking cake. If I were a fucking penis. Or a woman's leg spread. Oh, I've, I've seen the cake with a woman's leg spread. I've actually seen one in person. <laughs> it's beautiful detail. Flavias glorious. and Flavias. <laughs> Easily a 10 out of 10 cake yeah. of the human anatomy. Yeah. There's fondant. The fallopian tubes. <laughs> it was a water slide. There was fucking Chef Ramsay. Wait, that, that reminds me of Patch Adams when he does the whole door and the leg. Remember, did you watch Patch Adams? What did Chef Ramsay have to do with fucking women's legs? I don't know, but Chef Ramsay coming out of a water slide vagina sounds fucking phenomenal. And I would pay money to see that. It's fucking cake vagina! <laughs> oh, and he just slides. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. 
No, you just no, imagine the no, house kitchen moly. intro. Holy moly! They need to figure out a way to do it. They need the Cave of Wonders or something. Yeah, it would be wonders. so good. Yes, wonders. Most they definitely. had they had the whole Uranus. Why they could figure something out like like the big beaver, right? Just have it be like a giant beaver. They have to like run across <laughs> or something, right? They can do it. They they have the pecker right now. Right? I mean... They have to tap dance on the labia or they get, like, fucking yeeted yeah. into water. What about cornhole? There's there's a, there's one cornhole, right? So, I mean, they do it. It's great. I think on that note, I think on uh, that note, we should call it a night. Yeah. <laughs> We're fucking too much for... We're just having too much fun making AG die. Remember, you can watch AD, AG almost choke on air. Uh, if you come watch our Spotify, where we have a live video, at least until we're canceled, which is probably going to be any day now. Um, I keep saying that, and 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 we probably will. Oh, who am I joking with? Um, Secret so, reality. Let's go. <clears throat> hey, it's all in good fun. Either, either everything's funny or nothing's funny. Um, and again, this is a place we we talk about everything as normal people. You know, we're just we're just three normal guys. We're not scientists. We're not political advisors. We're not any smarter. Okay, Ag in his in his vodka stupor when he gets that, you know, godlike persona is pretty smart. Uh, but when he's sober, he's he's just as stupid as the rest of us. So you know, we're not smarter than anybody. We're just less clouded by horseshit. Yeah, and, and we don't really fun. give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll just talk about any bullshit and just postulate because why not? It, yeah, it makes the mind true. grow bigger and our universe grow smaller. And both of those are win-wins in our book. Why the way? Guys, uh, we've talked about it a little bit before, and I'm just going to make quick mention. Uh, Google out the new James Webb Space Telescope. Lots of cool pictures and stuff coming from the new installation. If you guys haven't checked it out, really cool stuff from this new technology that is at the cutting edge at this point. So, um, and, and we're going to be talking together about it a little bit after the podcast, I'm sure. Um, as usual, guys, let's do our stuff. Um, I guess I'll start. I never start, so I'll start this time. Let's go, baby. Uh, you can find me um, under your bed, mostly. Um, sometimes in your mom's closet. It happens. Uh, I like I like stilettos. Whatever. Yeah, that was so, one time. That was um, one time. <laughs> I don't I don't wear them. I just like try to juggle them. <laughs> I, I have weird I have weird hobbies. So um, I juggle random women's stilettos. Who cares? Um, so, um, but no, Twitch, uh, has been pretty unactive for me. I've been so busy with, uh, work and other stuff that I just want to die sometimes in a bowl of vodka Cheerios. Um, so, Mad Hatter Ants, where you can find me on Twitch. Uh, you can find my Twitter as well like Hatter Durant or something and then Facebook too. I don't care. You can find me. There's there's stuff on Spotify with my links it's somewhere. I I don't want to be famous, okay? I don't I don't want to be famous. Um these these guys want to be famous maybe. I don't I don't I don't come find me. I'm an asshole in real life. 
Wait, I'm an asshole in any life. What am I talking about? <laughs> I want to be known as the stretcher of turtlenecks. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Exactly. So catch me on twitch.tv forward slash x click it x. That's right. And then you can find me at uh, Twitter at at sign and then Theo Rules, T H E O R U L E Z as in said. Yeah. And then uh, let's go, AG. Right, well, home. You can find me very far away from any turtlenecks because I don't want to be stretched. And also on twitch.tv forward slash AG developer, um, where I sometimes stream and get drunk and stream and get drunk and. Sometimes. Drunk and things. Do you, do you ever get drunk? Yeah, maybe. Sometimes. I'll think about it. <laughs> um, it depends on how much liquor there is in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find, find me on Twitter at AG underscore developer, um, where I'm usually trying to start a fight with someone because why the fuck not? And just anywhere else, I ever be AG developer, AG underscore developer. Also, you can find all three of us. On Discord at bit.ly backslash the Mad Lads Discord. Yep, all lowercase or each letter and each word capitalized. But and, still and we want you to come, come hang out with us, come talk about our po our, our podcast. Uh, post in there, say hi, uh, tell us we're idiots. Uh, tell us that AG is prettier than than me and Click. It's fine. We know yeah. you're full of shit, but we'll take it anyway. <laughs> and come watch some anime with us. Come on, we don't. Yeah, uh, much. we we watch TV. We watch YouTube stuff. We watch science. We watch all kinds of stuff together. Uh, almost every night. If you see us in the movie time lounge, come join us. Um, we talk. We bullshit. We watch anime. We watch TV. We love it. Um, don't forget. Uh, you can find us at all the usual places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and like a bunch of others, Avalanche, um, all kinds of Anchor, all kinds of shit. Um, also, Wisdom. Wisdom's coming soon. Um, more more info on that when we get it. Um, yeah, and if you catch us on Spotify, you can actually watch the video so you can see so much more that actually adds to the podcast. Like Once it's been we're... seen, it cannot be unseen animated like audio wise but if you actually watch the like video playback as well you get so much more of the inside scoop i never sit still <laughs> um so yeah yeah and just yeah. before we end uh, off as well um i want to give a shout out to our patreons racing west 166 and absol thank you very much for being patrons and if you want to become a patron yourself as well head on over to patreon.com forward slash the mad lads podcast it's the best five bucks you'll ever spend we love your faces and we want to get that goal set up so that way yeah. mad hatter can actually put out his uh cover five any sub even one dollar subs and i will put out a five song digital cd for you guys we will find a way for you all to have unique access. Once it's unlocked, it will always be available. Okay? Yeah, so even $1 tier, like, uh, you know, AG can message you directly and give you a link so you can at least get access to that as well. So don't feel like you're left out. Even yeah, if it's only a dollar, that dollar will be well spent. We'll take care of you. So, guys, what a great podcast. We, we delved into some deep shit on all sorts of levels. Holy crap. This is beautiful. Beautiful shit.
Uh, we also, um, guys, have some cool guests still in the works for upcoming podcasts. Keep your ears open and your eyes open on our various Twitters for announcements for various people. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back on THQ, as well as my military guy and a few others. I know Click has some some people in the wings, and AG does as well. Game developers, um, all kinds of fun stuff. So we've got a lot planned for you guys. It's only going to get bigger and better. We love you guys. Thanks for being a part of this, and we're going to let our pilot take us in. Bye, guys. We love you. As we come into approach, I want to thank you for flying with Mad Lads. Uh, we have enjoyed your company, and we wish you well on your journey through life. We hope to see you again at the Mad Lads Podcast.